Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that meet in your face. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hi, this is Doug, and this is the Homegrown Remix Podcast at Crossroads Farm. It's exciting to have you guys here. It's also exciting to have our uh, panel of experts. We're going to call you guys experts tonight because we're talking about love. So I'm just assuming, since you guys are the best-looking people we had in the room, that you're probably experts on love, right? Is that is that fair? Fair assumption? So uh, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody who's listening, and then we'll go from there. So, go ahead. My name is Ashley Stead, and I'm a senior. Uh, Colin Bassage, and I'm a freshman. Uh, Kendall Davis, and I'm in 11th grade. I'm Josh Johnson, I'm a senior. Okay, so this is completely um, side note, but this is your moment of fame. So, Josh, big week for you this week. Like, what happened? Uh, I won the league this year. Or, yeah, this year. It was, uh, I had a 24-second pin. It was a cradle. Pretty nice. <laughs> and then in the finals, I, I it was under a minute. Well, I don't know exactly what it was, so it's pretty cool. Nice. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, we, we come from all different um, walks. We like different things, but we all want love. And I think that that's the, uh, that's the unifier. Tonight we asked the monster question, is love all there is? So there's a songwriter that I like. His name is Larry Norman, and he wrote this song. And in the middle of it, he says, the Beatles said, all you need is love. And then they broke up which I think is really funny. And um, so I, I'll, let's start here. Um, tonight we talked about defining love, what love is, what love isn't. And so I, just start with a volley. When you think about love, you think about what? Commitment. Passion. Trust. Caring. Wow, those are good words. I, I don't think anything that fast. So commitment. Oh, Why would you say commitment? Because you need to be committed to a person to really like love them and go in depth with them and have a life with them. Okay, so how long is a commitment? Like forever, as long as wow. you live, you know? Can you love somebody short commitment? Like can you love somebody for three months? I guess it depends on the person. Personally, I don't think so. But if it's like love at first sight, then. Okay, all right. Good answer, Kendall. All right, Josh, you said passion. So, for me, passion, passion's a big thing. You know, I, I, love is like, I have to have a passion for it. You know, like, if I don't, if I'm not loving what I'm doing, then it's, it's like, it's not my passion. Like, I love sports. I love playing. It's my passion. Mm. So, that's a big thing for me. It's pretty cool. So, what's the difference between passion and romance? Just throwing it out there. I don't know. <laughs> That's tough. All right, so this is a really cool word, the word passion in Scripture. Do you remember the movie The Passion of the Christ? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, that really is not a romantic movie. No. Like, I took a date there, and she was pretty grossed out, like, halfway through. And So passion, the word is pathos, and uh, you translate it suffering. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, the desire, such an intensity of feeling that you're willing to suffer. So now the movie makes sense, the suffering right. of Christ, but it also makes sense in love. So when you're thinking about how much you love sports, talk about suffering. I mean, there's definitely moments when I'm when you're suffering, like when you take a loss, it's like, 
it's like it, it hurts, but you're like, you know, you have to you have to get on your feet and go out there for the next match or for the next game or next shot. Yeah. So. Okay, got a couple of musicians. Do you ever suffer for the love of music? Oh, yeah. When you have challenges thrown your way, like in different pieces of music that you find yourself playing over and over again and you can't get right, it kind of hurts. I second that. It's, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> All right. What's the hardest part about that? Uh, Finding the motivation yeah. to challenge yourself. Not yeah. giving up when yeah. you feel like you can't do it is the biggest thing. Yeah. That's really interesting. So not giving up, that commitment comes back to commitment. Yeah. Love's kind of, it wraps all those things up. Yeah. So Colton, uh, you know, your word, what was your word again? Caring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So can you love somebody and let's say not be kind? Not really. Kind of goes hand in hand together. Hmm. I feel like, I feel like you can, the like tough love, like sometimes you just got to, you got to shine away so they can learn their own. So, I don't know. So, tough love is a type of love, but it's a type of caring, too. Yeah. You know, telling somebody you've got to get your stuff straight. Right. You know, that, that's, that is caring. It's, but it's not being, it's sometimes not being kind, though. Oh, gentle, maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the list, um, I'm going to read the list, and then I want you guys to say, all right, if you're willing... To say, yeah, this is the one that I'm pretty good at. This is the one that I'm not as good at. All right? So 1 Corinthians 13 was where we started the question, you know, is love all there is? And we went um, from verse 1 and 3. So it just says, you know, all this stuff, if I do this, but I don't have love. If I do this, but I don't have love. If I do this. Here's the list. It's in verse 4. Love is patient. So patience. Love is kind. Doesn't envy. It doesn't boast or brag. It's not proud or arrogant. Um, It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It doesn't delight in evil. That's That's a pretty interesting one. But let's just go with the, it, it isn't so, it isn't rude, it isn't self-seeking, it's not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. All right, so if you're looking at the list, is there one that you're like, I'm pretty good at this one, I might not be very good at this other one? You can pass this around. You can just pass the Bible around. I mean... I'd say I'm pretty good with the first two, uh, kindness and patience, but envy, I know I can get pretty jealous, so that's something I need to work on. <laughs> okay, envy and jealousy. Okay. Uh, I would say I'm not very patient. I, I, I have a hard time with that, being patient with people. And then, like, definitely envy. Envy is a tough one. Hmm. When it... I'm, I feel like I can be selfless when it comes to, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. Because, like, I've been there and I know, for the most part, I know, like, people need love. So, you got to show love to return love. Okay. I'm uh, not so good with the patience part. I'm just <laughs> bad at patience. Okay. But uh, I'm pretty good at kindness. I like showing everybody kindness. I think I'd agree, I'd agree with that. Kind of. So, the first two I'm really good at and, like, not being rude, I guess you can kind of say. I'm just, like, really caring type person, hmm. and I always want to be there for someone. Okay. So, that end where it says it always does some things, 
Can anybody live up to this standard? No. No. Okay, so isn't that depressing? Like, this is your definition of love. And then we're like, yeah, I can't really, I can't stand up to it. I can't hold, this is not my standard. I can't live up to it. Gives you something to aim for, though. So, does this mean that I'm unloving if I can't make the list? No. No. Okay. Talk about that. As long as you're putting forth your best effort, like... Um, obviously keep trying, but there's, yeah, there's always something to work towards, like Colton said. It's like putting yourself at a higher standing and, or higher, uh, standard, standard. Yeah. And then like you shoot for it, but if you don't get it, it's like, they, like people have to be understanding at the same time as loving too, you know? Hmm. That's good. That's good. So let me ask you a weird question, weird twist on this. So we've all got friends who are involved in dating relationships, right? They're pretty sure they're in love, but the love that they're exhibiting for each other isn't anywhere close to the list. Like they're not nice to each other. They're not patient with each other. They're constantly telling each other where they messed up. Uh, they don't protect each other. And it's just like, there's nothing on this list that sounds like what they have. What's going on there? They don't know the meaning. Okay, they don't know the meaning. Do you think? Do you think people? Yeah. So talk about that. I like. Uh, I don't know. I learned a lot from listening to that. Like on on love. Okay. Yeah, I feel like in high school, sometimes it's about just being with someone, just so you got that image. It's like, oh, they're always in a relationship or something like that. Just to say you're in a relationship. Yeah. I think independence is a hard thing on us teenagers nowadays. Mm. Mm. You get, it's like a jealous thing. It's like, oh, they're always in a relationship. I'm always single. So it's like, I'm just going to hop into this one. Let's yeah. just see what happens. Have you ever done that? Have you ever started a relationship with somebody because like somebody told you you need to or just because you needed a date or you're tired of being alone on Friday nights? Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. I've, I'm not going to lie. I've done it before. I definitely I'll have done that. I'll admit to it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So what do you do with that? It's like... People think they love, but it's it's like a like or a lust. It's not it's not true love, not yet. I mean, sometimes obviously there's the cases where it is, but it doesn't happen very often. Pretty high standard for love. So if you loved like this, there'd be no such thing as divorce. Like if this was your thing, there'd be no divorce. If you loved like this, your children would always know they were loved. Your friends would know, you know, that they're loved. You, would this make you more popular, or or would it, or would you be one of those people where everybody'd be a little afraid of you because you're too nice, you're too loving, you're too patient? Is there such a thing? I don't know. That's a tough. That's tough because I feel like it's kind of like in between. I don't really know why, but I feel like it's in between those two. Like, I feel like some people are afraid of what love actually is, and then I also feel like some people are not afraid and want that. There's just the other side where people just really don't like care that much to get in depth if they really love or not. You know, it's just like it's them. Let them do them. You do you. So, um, so I'm gonna segue into another, just another thought. Do you think that there are people who think they're in love because they have feelings for somebody, but it's not real romantic love? Like, maybe they feel attracted to someone physically, or they feel like, 
we're just such good friends that maybe that, that I love them. I really love them. Uh, and so I'm in a relationship with them because I love them and they're special to me. But it's not like, uh, I want to marry you, love. It's more like, I want to be your best friend forever, love. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. I yeah, feel like, definitely. I feel like one side feels like the love, romantic love, and the other is like, nah, but I want to be your friend, so I'm not going to say no. So, oh, that's cool. That's, that's, is that good or bad? I mean, sometimes it could work out, but other times it's like, yeah, but for the most part, it'd probably be bad because if one person is all in and the other is just yeah. putting half the effort yeah. in, it's not going to end up good. That's true. I mean, think about all these discussions. These are all, like, reasons for breakups. You, yeah. you hear them all the time. Yeah. Definitely. You know, she doesn't feel the same way I do or, like, you know, I I really feel like they're special. I feel this about it and um, and they're just not all in. You know, or, or they say, well, I... I don't really have those kind of feelings. Uh, I had a friend, great friend in Miami. She was beautiful. She like drove a really cool car. She had a beautiful house. We hung out all the time. We did all the same stuff together. We liked, uh, you know, we liked watching the same stuff on TV. We liked the same kind of music. We'd hang out on the beach. We played on volleyball teams together. And I kept on asking myself, why am I not? like in love with this girl I love her but I just it just there's something missing so what do you say to somebody who says I think I'm in love how do you make sure that they're feeling the right kind of love if you have a friend how do you challenge that I mean like you can ask them like those questions like or is time I don't know, I feel like time's a big thing. It's like, do you feel that way after two weeks of being with that person? Or was it just like a lust at the time? Mm. Was it a high school like, or was it like, I really want to be with them? So, in high school, how much of love is actually just lust? Like, a lot I'm, of it. I'm feeling yeah, 99.9%. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty horny and I need somebody this. Yeah, you know, like, I feel it has like nothing to do with you, you know, you. Yeah. It's all about me. 99.9% of it. Okay, so that's not good. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't get attract- attracted to personalities. They find a look and they're like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Have you ever looked across the room and saw somebody and you were like, I am so going to be in love with that person. And then you have your first conversation and you're it's thinking, like... I can't get out of this room fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's don't probably happened more times than not. <laughs> It's um, it's embarrassing. It's so yeah. it's so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. And they actually probably think, "Wow, he really likes me. She really likes me." <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. in high school, people just like jump into relationships like so fast. It's like they don't even have time to like experience each other. And then when they get in a relationship, they realize it's not like what they wanted. But then that they didn't give like the talking stage enough time. Mm. to figure that out or not so mm. yeah they they became attached with the attention and not the person themselves yeah. oh that's really good say that again that was really smart <laughs> they got attached with the intent um on the attention and not the person themselves huh so they were in love with being in love kind of mm. not in love with the person yeah so um we said that a lot of these relationships start because somebody looks across the room they see somebody hot i, I always I always told everybody who dated my daughters, if you call them hot, 
I'm just going to take you out back and be you because yeah. that's just the wrong message yeah. to a dad. Just, you know, just don't say that to a dad ever. But, I mean, so that's good. How important is physical attraction? Like, we're coming up on Valentine's Day. How important is that to you? I honestly don't think it's that important. Mm-hmm. I like people for their personalities and who they truly are. Hmm. Yeah. At this like at at the same time where it's not important, but it's like I still want to be like she's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like sometimes you hold your standards like too high for what they should be, but it's I don't know. At least that way you stay away from just jumping in their relationships because you like their personality at the same time. Yeah. What's the takeaway if if you're uh, talking to somebody about love tonight? You know, there are people who are listening. So you you're talking to them and you're saying, all right, this is my takeaway from tonight. What I learned in the Bible about love is this. What is it? Love is different than you think. Oh, that's really good, Cole. Love is scary and it takes time. It's not easy. All those are really good. I just everything that you guys say, I have no idea what else. It's just, like he said, love is very difficult. You have to really find someone to be in love with and find that special connection to somebody. I always said that uh, Dawn had a list, my wife Dawn had a list of the guy that she was praying for, right? And supposedly I made that list. I don't know how that's possible. You know, I don't know who would pray for you know, doof like me, but uh, you know, she had a list. I don't think I've ever talked to a guy who has a list. I've talked yeah. to like a lot of girls who do. I don't know that I've ever talked to a guy who's like, yeah, I've got it here in my pocket. So what's the difference? Why does a girl have a list and why do guys not have a list? Actually, like guys look for the moment. Whereas so. girls are kind of a little more afraid to hop into it. Mm. We're, we're like, we, we, we lack in patience when it comes to stuff like that. We're, we're waiting. Or we're not waiting. We're just jumping, you know? Mm-hmm. From, and girls are more patient and more like time consuming when it comes to figuring it out who they want. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. It's a, it's like a it's a pride factor almost. So I think the last thing that that you know I'll ask about is this. I'm looking at the list and I'm like, this is clearly not something I'm ever going to achieve. Because they use words like never and always. So I'm never going to get there. And um, and I started to realize this isn't a list about my love. This is a list about God's love. This is what God has for us. Can you love completely without knowing God? That's my controversial question tonight. Can you truly love completely without having God's love in you and a part of you? It's a little controversial. <clears throat> Let's. I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to jump on a limb because... Even with God's love, we all we all admitted that it's hard to love even with His like helping us. So, imagine just like without having His passion, without having faith, it would be even tougher. I feel like. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I do too. So God's love critical. That's pretty important. It also tells us, you know, when we're dating, if you want this kind of love got to find somebody that has a relationship with God first. Wow. Really, really good stuff, guys. Thanks. Thanks for the time. Josh, fantastic. Thank you. Kendall, Colton, Ashley. Guys are experts. (laughs) Just tell people to call you if you can, you know, let them know your private cell phone numbers. 
we'll get literally thousands and thousands of calls. So I'll give you my business card. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the love doctors. The love doctors. <laughs> the crossroad love doctors. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll uh, be back next week for another Homegrown Podcast remix. And uh, until then, God love you. See ya. See ya. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.